Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters. I guess we're not really going through these chapters. Um, and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings. <laughs> There's just going to be feelings. Because today we're discussing... Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows as a whole, as an entirety, as an entity, as the last book in a seven-book series yep. that we have finished. Yep, indeed. First, we have some announcements and reminders. Um, we want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Um, you can use the hashtag wizard team on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our blog, love wizard team, have a few extra galleons lying around. Donate to Black Girls Create. You can become a Patronus or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. Um, and we have Wizard Team merch, so you can head over to our website to step up your nerd, fashion, and stationery game. Um, the bikini buttons and Tarbis shirts are limited edition, but they're still available right now. I believe they just started shipping, too, so if you order them now, you might, you know, get them pretty I know, soon. Wear them at LeakyCon. I don't know if they, they won't be, not for Dallas, but Boston. For Boston. Yeah. So I'm or very excited Or just wear them in your that. everyday life. Yeah. Also, you know, the bikini agenda is strong. Mm-hmm. We always want to talk about time and relative blackness in space. So just, you know, it's great. I'm excited. I love it. Can't that. wait till they pop up in, in my mailbox. Yeah. And then if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. And subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. If you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can go to blackgirlscreate.org. And now for Wizard Team News. Fuck capitalism and technology and technological capitalism. Yep, all of that. All of that. All of it. I will say two things. Wizard Team timing. Um, YouTube decided to change all of its shit and the way that we normally record got messed up. And now we're starting an hour late and Luna's going to have feelings. But also, it's our, it's our last one. So we have time to figure out how to... It's not our last Wizard Team, but it's, you know... It's the final, like... For this part of it. And it's also just like, you know, it's one of those, of course, when we're like, this is our, we're wrapping up. We're going to be in our field. Shit shit pops off. That's, you know, you never, you never want things to go too right. And capitalism and technology are here to make sure you stay humble. And I don't appreciate it. So anyway, moving on. So it is Wednesday, um, but tomorrow we will be on our way, you know more capitalism, more technology, we will be on planes. But we're going to be at uh, WikiCon Dallas. Can we just talk for one quick second? About how planes are magic? We've done that before. Planes, how do they work? Okay. You're just like in <laughs> the air, like 10,000 feet. Why are people not more excited about this? Like, I understand. Like, airlines suck, right? Like, shout out to Kiana, uh, Kashana for having the world's worst, like, travel. But... You know, once you're in the plane, you're like 10,000 feet. They got Wi-Fi. They got people giving you sodas. You get cookies. Like, I just don't think that we stop and, like, think about that enough. How does it work? Uh, You know, science. Science does. 
time still. It's exciting. I feel like we should be more excited. Sure. Zay said, doesn't your dad work for an airline? Ask him. My dad works in customer service. <laughs> and also, I feel like y'all should just be more excited about the miracle of flight. Okay, anyway, Dallas, on. we are going to be at LeakyCon. Um, because we got on this, planes. Yes, sure. We will get there through planes, a lot of us. Um, we'll be there August 9th through 11th. Um, and we got lots of stuff popping off. It's going to be exciting. Um, lots of panels every day. Panels. Lots of, you know, being black and being Potterheads. Um, and big We're and broad. We're going to do shouldered. a Potterheads of Color meetup. We're going to do a black cosplay meetup. We are doing that in Dallas, right? Yep. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, and then we'll be doing separately. So those two will be like at LeakyCon. Um, right. But separately, we'll, we'll be doing a Wizard Team meetup on Friday, August 9th. Uh, I believe at like 6 p.m. Well, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be out on the socials and stuff, but we're going to do that. Um, and that'll be fun. That'll just be us like hanging out, maybe, you, you know. You don't need a LeakyCon pass to, no. uh, to hang out and do the, the meetup. Yeah, you'll just, you know, you just show up at the hotel. We like sit. Yes, drink, we're doing drink, it at food. the hotel bar, which is the Marriott. No, nope, I should have wrote this not, down. It's definitely not the Marriott. I think this is the same thing that happened last year. <laughs> it's the hotel, the official hotel of the Leakies. You can find it on their website. No, we'll we'll, we'll put it out we'll, and we'll have we'll the put it out on the socials, thing. but we'll be posted up at the hotel bar. Yeah, and that hotel is. Hilton? I <sighs> <sighs> can't. Give me two seconds. A Marriott? It's a, a Hilton or it's a Marriott? Definitely not a Marriott. A double tree? A round it's tree? Definitely not either of those either. Um It's not the Omni. Hyatt Regency Dallas. Boom! That's what I said. The Hyatt. Nope, not at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. It's not even close to what you said. Um, but yeah, so if you are in the Dallas area and whether you're going to LeakyCon or not, but you like Wizard Team, you can, you know, stop by. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll have things like mostly like stickers. They They just said he looked up how airplanes fly on a children's website and still has no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's magic, y'all. I feel like people don't talk about it enough. I mean, you know, sure. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying I'm not as fascinated as long as it does what it needs to do. I don't. I, I don't dislike flying, but I'm. You know, just I like, love flying. When I was a baby, my parents used to put me on a plane um, from basically L.A. to San Diego, which is literally a 20 minute flight. You go up, you go down, um, and just like to put me to sleep. And then my grandmother, my grandparents would pick me up. Sometimes my dad would go with me. We would just fly places. My mom too. My mom flew to Portland the other day just to go have dinner with my aunt. I mean, I feel that, man. You know, I love fly. I love planes. Planes are cool. They're 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 out here. I would love more like space, but that's you know. Yes, that is that is annoying. Me. Um. Anyway, cool. We also have a new Patronus. So, oh no, 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 no. We got a new cheering charm. Ah. This is where I make these notes and then I just skate right over them. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Shout out to John L for uh, sending us a cheering charm. We appreciate you. And we were definitely cheered. Yes. Um, magical birthdays. So Jenny yeah. Weasley's birthday is on Sunday. So that's a thing. Shout out I'm to I'm going to get her one of those, you know, the like the gifts that you can get at like Starbucks and it gives you like a mug and then like, you know, like um, hot cocoa mix, but it'll be like a pumpkin spice mix. I'm going to send that to her. Yeah. She would probably like that. Yeah. Perhaps. Maybe. Maybe what I'll do is get like pumpkin spice porridge. She'd be all about that. Honestly, that would probably be a banger. Yeah. Not even gonna lie. Yeah. Not even gonna lie. Okay. So, moving on. Deathly Hollows. We are talking about. So we watched the movies last weekend. Thank you, and shout out to everybody who joined us. It was very fun. Folks were wilding out, but you know, in a good way. To the point in which Twitter just said, "Like, like all technology." I was going to say though, lately, that's Twitter happened, just said, "F you, no that's more." Happened in, that's happened in like all of our live tweets, though. Not not all of them, all but of like them. the last last time it happened, at least. The last I know and I like it because it shows like how the team has grown because the first I swear the first live tweet was probably Yumi and Connie (laughs) maybe Amani maybe Amani maybe Portia by then but it was like it was like I don't think it's because you know people have things to do I was gonna say people have things to do so they one of them probably missed it you know (laughs) right right people got lives so yeah and this time it was like apparently so I've heard um but yeah so then this time it was a bunch of people it was really fun i personally am not a fan of live tweeting um just like generally because it's hard for me to focus um because then i'm like i'm i'm either missing the tweets or i'm missing the thing but with these kind of things it's easy because i have seen harry potter like a thousand times so it's not like it's not as like i can't ever do it with with something i've never seen before Um, i thrive in live tweeting because i have add and having something to do with my hands well like, like i usually focus yeah because well, like i usually finish, play a game it's different oh, yeah. for me it's different than like like i can play a game and do it but it's because i'm focusing on i'm still yeah, like listening to, like, read and listen at the same yeah. yeah so it's like it's like the same thing like i can't listen to podcasts while i'm doing like while writing. I'm like writing or something yeah it's so annoying that i can't do that any like I sometimes when I edit the podcast like sometimes when I fill in for you or when I do Tarbis like I wish I want to be listening to music so bad (laughs) I was thinking about this so the other day I started or the other day like yesterday I started to read Mercy Thompson because I was doing I was editing and then I was like this doesn't work but then I just stopped editing which I really shouldn't because I Mm -hmm. am behind and read Mercy Thompson oh my gosh yeah, I'll occasionally be like doing it and then I'm like, oh, let's see what's going on on Twitter. And then I'm like, oh, missed that 10 minutes. Gotta go back. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, yeah. So that's, that's the thing. But I think that in this case, I say that to say that like, in this case, it was, it was fun and I definitely missed some stuff. So I need to go back to the tag I and like say read again. At the end of, the at the end of yesterday, or no, sorry, not yesterday, whatever. At the end of the last day, I definitely like went and like skimmed through some and I was dying. Oh my god! Also, I just had this realization that the there was one time I don't even know what book we were in when I was like 
on my phone because I was about to become an auntie. Mm-hmm. And now I'm an auntie and I'm getting, I'm still on my phone because I'm getting pictures of my baby <laughs> walking the Mickey Mouse I bought her. She put him in a stroller. Aww. She can walk now. She's like two. That's It don't make no sense. Um, okay, so definitely hollows things. Um, okay. So, okay, so first, so we want to, you know, start with the positives and then we can get into the other stuff. Um, I so, will say, I think Deathly Hollows, one and two, the two, mm, there's, there's issues. Um, mm-hmm. There are a lot of issues. <laughs> one and two are the best of the series. Mm. In terms of like acting and pacing. Sure. Um, well, I, I want to say Sorcerer's Stone one, is better. Sorcerer's Stone, I think, is good because of, like, pacing and, like, as an adaptation. Yeah. It does a much better job, but those kids can't act. Well, sure. <laughs> so but I they're like, kids, so I think I give them a little bit more, like... Yeah, you give them grace, but, like... Yeah. Like, I think that, like... Um... I don't know. I feel like, I guess, no. I guess I'm just part one. <laughs> yeah. Part two just takes all of those arguments I'm trying to make and throws <laughs> them in the trash. Part one, I feel like the pacing is good. The acting is stellar. The, like, all the emotional beats are there. And yeah. I still, to this day, ugly fucking cry for Dobby. Mm-hmm. And I know we've talked about this. Like, they don't, the movie doesn't earn or deserve my, my Dobby tears. But I've read the books, and so it is what it is. And so they get them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, so this this time I, well, no, back to things that I like. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I think, the, I think the acting's great. I think the special effects are really dope. And I think that's one, of, honestly, that's one of my favorite things about the movies. Um, how they use the special effects sometimes frustrates me, but seeing them, and like that's like the one thing about Fantastic Beasts that I actually like a lot because... You know, it's what mm. uh, it's been. It's like five, six years since the the, the last Deathly Hollows movie came out, and so like the technology has increased a little bit, and so the way that they um, operate, I feel like looks really. It looks better to me than in the original seven like movies. Um, so like things like that. So I like, but even still, like it looks good. I think in. Um, in the Deathly Hollows movies. And so that's, I think, honestly, that's maybe my favorite thing. Um, I don't know. It's hard. I Honestly, it's funny because I think really what it is, is that we've, I've ruined it for me. Like, I can no longer, we started this podcast, like, if you see Harry Potter, you watch, watch Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. I can't do yeah. that anymore. Like, it, like, I immediately just get into like, and not even like the obnoxious, like, this happened in the books and this happened in the books. It's more just like, you know, it's not so much like this didn't happen and like explaining that because like I used to do that all the time and I still liked watching the movies and I would just sit if it was on, I would just sit and watch it. But like a couple of weeks ago, my dad, I was at my dad's house and Half Blood Prince was on and he was like, oh, you know, it's your movie, you trying to watch it. And so I, I was just so like, much. and I was, and it's not, you know, or the Phoenix, even still though, when bef- even like I hated Order of the Phoenix before we started this podcast and I would still like, if it was on, I'd be like, oh, whatever, like <laughs> I'll watch it. But I sat there and I was just like, I guess. And so it's not even like hate. It's just like a very strong 
indifference. Meh. Yeah, it's like I'm never, I'm not like excited anymore. I'm very much just like, I mean, sure, like I, I sh- guess whatever. What we're doing. <laughs> and and I think that that's like, I mean, I don't want to say I'm like sad about it. I think that that's just interesting because the movies used to be the way that I would like, you know, I don't have time to read the book. Yeah, especially you know, especially when I was in like college and stuff, it was like who has time to like I brought all of my Harry Potter books to college like I was going to read them and didn't um like my freshman year when I was in the dorms. Um but you know, felt good to have them there. But yeah. we did but we did like my dormmates like we did binge we did like a marathon or whatever um of the movies. And so to me that was always like the if I don't have time to read the books, I could just watch the movies and like feel fine in the world yeah and you still have those feelings and like whatever but now it's just like it like i just don't have that emotional response anymore um so that is interesting so it's hard to say what i like about the movie because it's not that like there are things that i don't hate about the movie (laughs) (laughs) but i don't know that there are things that i like anymore yeah i think that there are still things that i like but they're definitely like now it's like i like these moments as opposed to i like this movie um so in the chat no one is talking about anything they like they just went straight to (laughs) raquel said i can't the thing i can't stand about these movies is the lighting there was a thing Mm. of using a filter on all movies and they goes um just because the plot is dark doesn't mean the actual movie has to be yeah and that is so true it's honestly (laughs) <laughs> and it's one of those, well, yeah, but like, yeah, it was definitely, it was giving me strong Game of Thrones vibes, but really vice versa. Which Game also, came last, Maggie came later. said, see further Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. So. And I, but I do want to say too, like, it's one of those things that I don't think bothered me both as much before, but it's one of those things. And I remember, and I remember when like, I think my godmother at one point was like, yeah, I stopped watching those movies after like the third one because they got too dark and mm-hmm. at that time i like defended it because i was like yeah it got dark but you know they have these moments that are whatever and now i'd be like yeah it's too freaking dark because they don't have any moments of there's levity. no but the thing is is like so or they're very fleeting they and they do... don't really do well so they like... don't and they're not the. i guess the thing is they're not the moments of levity that stand out in the book that help right right they're like these and i weird think... add-ons that someone David sometimes sometimes are not yeah i was gonna say sometimes <laughs> are not great <laughs> right and i'd also say that too like so i think honestly when i think about um movies that do a really good job of balancing like the really hard things and then like having those moments of levity and being like bright and you can see things is the marvel cinematic universe and so mm-hmm. in my head i always felt like the movies should be like that yeah. In that, like, there should be bright... Like, you're in this... When Harry gets to the Wizarding World, it's whimsical, it's weird, it's strange, it's, like, otherworldly, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is crazy, but it's bright, and it's colorful, and all this stuff is popping off. When uh, when Voldemort comes back, they don't put drab little, like, black and white posters of it's, all the Death Eaters yeah. that are helping. They're, like, bright-ass purple with, yeah. like, yellow, right? You know what I mean? So, like, all those things, it can still be... Like, we saw with Endgame and Infinity War, like, it can still be... Like the, to- it could still be bleak. It could still like the tone can still you know be dark and like heavy and all these things, and it can still also be bright and like colorful and you know and also just like the weird the weird shit that happens in the wizarding world just off on the right. side. Even like fucking Snape getting 
absorbed. <laughs> I know, Nikki, these little bubble like, thing. Like, and that shit could still be scary, but also that shit's hilarious. I'm sorry. It, it's, it's so funny. But instead, they're just like, oh, snake bite. It's not even magical. And it's, like, also, it's fine. Like, I feel like it, the thing is that they're they're thinking, oh, we can't have this like weird thing happen because it takes away from the like emotional, you know, turmoil that is Snape's death. But it's like, no, it's but the Wizarding World the, is weird. But the snake came out of a bubble. Like, it did happen. <laughs> it just you know happened. I mean? like, it just happened. Like, yeah, and, and when you read it, it felt like, honestly, I didn't realize how funny it was until I read it out loud. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, if you're reading it, it feels like, oh, shit. And if the snake actors, got and you, and you the, this is the other thing. So this kind of goes back to um, Fantastic Beasts as well. Yeah. It's like, if you have good actors, Eddie Redmayne has an Oscar. He's he's not a bad actor. Right. Same with, you know, uh Colin Farrell. I always want to say first. Like my my brain is like <laughs> Mr. Darcy. The same thing with Colin Farrell. The same thing with like Zoe Krabs. I haven't seen a lot of her movies, but I've liked her and everything that she's done. Like they can do both. You yeah. know what I mean? Like fucking Maggie Smith is a dame. Okay. She delivers funny lines. We've seen her do it in these movies. And yeah. she can be like serious and pull out all of the like emotional beats like that's why you got these legends (laughs) yeah you know what i mean so like yeah i i think think that's one of those things that i that bothers me a lot too but i also felt like um and this goes back away from the movie and back to the book that in the books we we lose a lot of that in certain moments Mm. And the thing that I like is that when they're like, you know, when while they're camping, there's these large stretches where like weird shit's not happening. It's just right. desolate. They're out. They're lonely. Yeah. There's nothing's happening. And then they pop back into the wizarding world, and weird shit pops off. And you're like, right. oh yeah, that's this, just what this is. What this down. world is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Voldemort out here, and the Weasley twins are just wild. Like, <laughs> you know, like doing whatever the hell they want yeah they talk about you know poo like you know what i mean like it's just and i feel like so yeah so i think like not you know not to be screaming the whole time but it's just what it is at this point it's just like it's one of those things where i hope because these movies will probably get a remade like remade in some kind of way i hope that if they do if and when it happens i hope that that balance is like understood and kept because i feel like it is di- especially in like I mean I think the other thing too is, is like obviously we're in a time where it's like there's so much dark TV and there's so much dark Ugh. like shit and like ob- obviously this came at a time when it was like a little bit like that kind More of thing balance. was just starting to but nah I mean I mean like that theme in like television and movies were just starting to pop off and not yeah. so much like so I think that's the other thing is being like you know we just came off of Game of Thrones and it's just like word um and then again, also having the MCU and seeing how it can be done um, is also one of those things where it's like you you could have had. But I will say too that like it's been it's not like the Deathly Hollows is the first time where this has happened. It's been happening since uh, Goblet of Fire ish, but definitely Order of the Phoenix, where like you know Order of the Phoenix is like peak Harry angst. He's just all up in his feelings, but there's a lot of other things happening that aren't that you know what i mean like yeah. he's in his feelings but the whole wizarding world is not in their feelings in that way um 
so there's like that and and yeah so I, I think that it is a little frustrating but again it's more about like the tone than it is like the the writing which I mean even that is a that's a separate issue um but I think in terms of me wanting to like watch these movies <laughs> regularly it's like meh. Sorry. what happened someone's licking my toes like a freak oh gross <laughs> um but yeah no so yeah so I just feel like you know in watching it I feel like it at this point is a little it's irritating in, in part because and it's less about like the plot and more just about like the misunderstanding of what the wizarding world is like even I mean you know we talk about the fashion but like even the fashion Harry's out here in these over these oversized jeans and blazers and I'm just like sir you are on the run why are you in like where are you look like a middle-aged man you're like why are you dressed like you're going to you are 17 I could see Ron in like you know and he Ron wears a lot of like sweaters and I'm like I I peep the vision I get it but Harry be really out here like he's going he's in a like he's presenting like he's like he's like he has some kind of like uh like senior presentation or whatever right and and then to say that he doesn't become a professor he's wearing tweed (laughs) what do you mean He's got the uniform. Like, he really stay, and I don't understand when and how that happened, and for what, and why, and whom. Whose idea was that, honestly? I really do think it was kind of probably because they realized that Dan wasn't growing, and they wanted... They didn't want to put him in uh, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. lifts. No, I think they just wanted to be like, he's an adult. He's, he's like, older. No, he's a he's child. Like, he he's 17. He's Let still, him be 17. But he, I mean... I mean, he honest. wasn't, but like Harry is. No, I mean, but he was too. He was he was older than seventeen at that point. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he he just has a a baby face. Like you can age him up. Like there are ways, and like and also again, he's a good actor. He can right. look haggard. He can look, you know, like you know, tired and worn out, and like mm-hmm. you can do that stuff with your facial expressions you can yeah. do that with you don't it doesn't need to be you doesn't need to be in a blazer yeah why is Truly. he in a why is he in Put, a, give him some robes like that's like just yeah. give these people like and I, again oh, like for if there's something... ever a remake put them in robes that's what they're their attire be, is it's a big be part of the wizarding world peace suits and this i'm is... just like why is everything gray like it just is like so Ugh, why this is one of the things that i've, I've been more and more upset about um the evolution of the wizarding world is like you're not i don't think you're playing but wizards unite they're not in robes only the hogwarts students are in robes you you will save a ministry worker and he's wearing a goddamn gray three-piece suit (laughs) why are they in suits Hmm. like i mean the whole point is i'm saving them from a flobber worm (laughs) <laughs> or a fire-breathing chicken, and he's in a goddamn three-piece suit. It's so boring, and the world is not boring. And it's like great. I just like, come on, do something. Um, in the chat, Raquel says that watching the later movies made her dislike the later books because she forgot how magical the books continued to be because the movies were in her head, which is like, yeah, yeah, that's what happens. I mean, that was why I was so pissed at Order of the Phoenix. Not why; it's one of the reasons. Some of the one of the plethora of reasons why it was like, the, like, where is the, the, whimsy. the whimsy? Like, where is it? And then it just never really came back. And 
Yeah, I mean, it's funny because, you know, people, like, want to, like, I think at some point, like, real early in our, um, in, like, the inception of, like, the blog, um, I ranked the movies, and I have to go mm-hmm. back and see what that ranking, it's from, like, four years ago, way, like, before we even were thinking about starting Wizard Team, I'm pretty sure, um, I feel like or I was, it was like a little wither team. Well, no, I mean like not John. in a way sure, but like not in like a it yeah. was like it was like my second post, so not really. Um or it wasn't created with that in mind, I guess is the yeah. point. But like I don't know, like I'd have to look at that again and see. But honestly, I c- don't even think I could rank them because it's like I just know I hate Order of the Phoenix and the rest <laughs> of them I'm just kind of like, eh, I'd probably say Sorcerer's Stone is my favorite now that I'm thinking about it. But yeah. even then, I'm just like mm, I would still I could go with Prisoner books. of Azkaban, but I like why Prisoner of Azkaban. Sirius Fifty years but old, but Bim, Bim. See, and Bim is one of those whimsical things that doesn't bother me. No, like it's not canon at all. He's the worst, but it doesn't bother me because it's like catching smoke with your bare hands no. is such a ridiculous it's line. Some bullshit. It's some bullshit. Is what it is. It's it's very Wizarding World. No. It's like catching smoke with your bare hands. Like, what? Who are you? (laughs) No, no, sir. Why are you here? (sighs) You shouldn't be here. This is Um, God. Got him a job. Nepotism. I'm telling you. (laughs) Um, Okay. So then we kind of, we kind of started kind of comparing, but like thinking through the themes of the book and like what the book kind of focuses on versus what the movie focuses on, I think is the. I think, so this is uh, the problem with like, and I guess we should have, we should have been known. Is yeah. what I'm what I'm coming to the realization <laughs> is this is our fault. What is the movie is all about spectacle, yeah, and, a, and no substance like style and mm-hmm. no substance. Like, the you know, we got this with the burning of the burrow and then it just continues on. <laughs> Sorry, but it's still a wedding, it's a wedding attraction, or what is it called? It's a doesn't matter if it's burnt down everybody wants to go there right but it's like they made that decision for a visual that they thought was cool that served no purpose and actually hindered the story because in the next the very next movie there's a wedding and the borough looks exactly the same so Mm -hmm. what was the point there were no stakes in that like why and I think that you see that a lot in in the movie especially part two which i think like i didn't until like we did the close read and stuff like you know how voldemort died and how bellatrix died always bothered me those things always irked me because it was like against the spirit and the it was actually against the lesson of the 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 story you know yeah but um that sense of of style over substance is just like really glaring to me Mm -hmm. in the movies with you know, apparating in the Hogwarts grounds and all this other stuff, which is like, yeah, you could spend that time. The whole boat scene. There are a bunch of scenes that you could spend better explaining who Dobby is and why we right. should care about him. I mean, so I, yeah, I feel like uh, my thing is, is like there are themes in the book, and I don't think that there are any in the movies. Like, no. it's very much just we're gonna get this, get the plot out. Oh, this there is are the things one. that we didn't explain or that we like 
that like oh the dialogue was killing me because it right. was like we have to get the horcruxes bits of voldemort's soul so it's just like let's remind you what what we're here for because they didn't really establish it in a way that would make people especially like it's very much for the the book readers to fill in the blanks but at the same time they're trying to remind non-book readers what these things are and so the dialogue becomes very stilted because of that and so it's very much like oh we have to say this thing and then we have to explain what it is and then we have to do this and we got to say what it is and like there are some choices that they make like for example Voldemort feeling like the horcruxes die at a certain point which I yeah. think makes sense because it's like once you lose like half your horcruxes I'm maybe you know you might miss that fifth of a soul a little bit more you a know that next, the normal. next one and yeah. I think as a, as a like film um choice and like seeing that I think that that is a that's not a change that bothers me because it makes sense for the medium um but then there's other times where i'm like mm, maybe not you know what i mean like so there are other things where um leaps out to me and it did when we were doing the live tweet <clears throat> the entire <throat> interaction with aberforth like yeah just take that oh, entire sh- thing out oh my god we yeah. don't need to know that he's dumbledore's brother we don't know that need to know that that's ariana because they Dumbledore's don't sister, actually do you any don't of that. do anything with it and it's just like time. Yeah. The the mirror, which we never did, we ever we never introduced. They never introduced in the mirror. Order of Phoenix didn't say where it got it from. So then they kind of throw it in there real quick. And then why is there a piece missing from Aberforth's mirror? And it's the same shard that Harry has. Who knows? I saw that shit and I was like, um, it's not the same mirror. So why would <laughs> why for what? I guess they're That's, thinking that like. Because of the way the magic works, if a piece of no. your mirror breaks and my mirror, I don't know. No, it was done. But also, who cares? Why did we need to right. include it? Right. Or like, or Harry randomly mentioning, mentioning Remus's son when literally, Ugh. after he was dead, when literally was never created. Or blaming Hedwig for them finding out which of the seven potters was Harry. I was like, if you Respect. don't let that boy use Expelliarmus TM, like, what the hell? Thank you for the TM. Like, I'm honestly... Just- <laughs> honestly we don't have i think the budget to not so i think people right i think people were like generally i've seen and i feel like you might have said this too like you like that hedwig didn't die like in the cage yeah in the movies as, as a change and like i never really had a pre- like either way never really bothered me but now it does bother me because then that then they blame hedwig in that way as opposed to just having it be a thing that harry does not just oh hedwig was there so they guessed that it was and like no that's not how it works, you know? Yeah, I think that, like, my thing with Hedwig not being in the cage is, like, I still think Expelliarmus makes sense. Because, I mean, I guess it doesn't really. Because, yeah, then she's following around one Harry and not the others. And they know that it's... But, whatever. You could have still blamed it on Expelliarmus with Hedwig out of the cage. Right. Harry should use Expelliarmus. I mean, and that's the other thing, too, with the movies is they just completely get rid of, like, the spells. They got they Reducto, just, Arresto Momentum. They said Protego Maxima. Protego Maxima. Who said that? When they were putting up, when they were Defender School. Oh, yeah. And they were uh-huh. going through and they show um, Flitwick like doing his things. And then yep. they go to, uh, someone said Protego Maxima. And yeah. I lost it. They just, Maxima is never has never been a thing. And they were just like, let's just make it bigger. So like. They, but they have those three spells and then everything else is flashes and bangs. And it's just like, can we not? Like, Do you know what we it, just, it takes me of, away though? from the whimsy of it too, and it's just like 
what it reminded me of was when we were in London and we went to King's Cross and they were like, jump. And we we're like, why? No. Right. Run. Why would I run? The whole point is to be inconspicuous. Like they were like, and do so, you want to, do you want a wand? Do you no, wand? no, I'm in the Put mother way. What the hell? I'm, what are you talking about? We don't have, we don't do wands out no. in King's Cross. Um, but it was one of those things where it was like, the filmmakers were those jump run. You want a yeah. wand? And then the audience is like, no, I've, I actually know what I'm doing. Thank mm-hmm. you. I'll pass. Thanks. I'm good. Yeah. Um, Maggie in the chat said, "Maximum, maxima. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. And Zay says that not only has it never been a thing, it's inconsistent Latin. So, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's. <sighs> and Maggie also mentions that owls are not known for staying close to your person. So the fact that, like, Hedwig was flying around, it doesn't mean one or the other pot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like. We don't, there's no familiars in the wizarding world, so it's not like, or you know, cat, it's not Mrs. Norris. Like, Hedwig, and what, what Hedwig didn't Hedwig talk to her, do? didn't talk to him for three months. He, she don't give a right. fuck about which Harry. All she's she just trying to be out, flying around. Why is she, fly, why, like, I, yeah, it's unnecessary. The other thing, um, yeah, it, it, it just bothered me, and that, and then, like, I mean, just going back to the dialogue and the way that, like, a lot of the stuff wasn't. It just happened. And I really want to like, maybe, maybe this can be a thing. I have to find someone. Cause at this point I'm like, I forced so many people to watch Harry Potter that I don't know who <laughs> hasn't, but like, I just want to like see what someone who has never read the books and watches the movies like gets from it. Or like, what do they understand? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I think especially, the- especially later on, I think like the early ones, they do a pretty good job. Um, but especially once, especially, like, even though I feel like part one does a fairly good job at, like, sticking to the books and they, like, get a lot of that in there, there are some things in there that are like, mm, what? Um, and then, but then especially part two, where they're just trying to get to the battle and they just kind of rush through it. And a lot of stuff either is, like, not explained or hastily explained. Um, and, like, it looks pretty, but, like, are you actually following what's happening? And I, and I think... And be- for me, that's the biggest problem is that with a lot of movies, hello, we love Pompeii. If it looks pretty, <laughs> your brain will connect the dots or make things make sense. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's one of those things that you don't really, I know a lot, right, a lot. I know a few people who have watched the movies. Actually, I should just ask my best friend who is sending me pictures of the baby, um, who enjoy the movies, but they didn't read the books and they but they also don't go back to the movies like right. i don't know anyone who's like the harry potter movies are my favorite movies of all time kind of like i think with like what i assume you get with lord of the rings is that you can get a full story from just those movies and that's why people well, are really into the movie fandom well yes but you know you can follow every, like i didn't read the lord of the rings like uh books until early this year like late last year um and really if anything they edited the fuck out of that and that's what it needed was to be edited <laughs> that's it's like what, slightly that's different that's what i'm saying is that you know like, what i mean you can, but you like can follow i follow that story yeah and i and know so what's happening can, and i understand like who they who people are what they're doing why they're doing it and they, they're not like a, oh we have to a, destroy the one ring from yeah. the like from sauron when he want when he forged it in the mount in mount doom like you don't have to say it every time it's said at the beginning and 
then you know it. And it said clearly, you know what I mean? Like they give right. you that. Which is like what I, what I'm saying is like, I think I, I assume that Lord of the Rings has an intact mythology just mm-hmm. from like Star Wars. Right. It's like, you don't yeah. need the supplemental like Thing. things so, right. to understand that story. Cause it has an intact mythology in just those in that main medium. Mm-hmm. Which I think is like the, what I was, before we did this, what I was giving the movies credit for that they actually don't have. Like, I kept being like, well, it's annoying to us because we know the larger picture, but it has yeah. an intact mythology. And then as I it kept does watching, I was like, it, it really does not. It does until Yates decided, like, we're just going to do this for the folks who have actually read it. So they just will fill in what they, what isn't there, as opposed to thinking about the movies as, like its own entity as its own thing and i think if you thought about it as its own thing then even if you change things like the plot and like the mythology of it wouldn't you know suffer really like be affected yeah yeah i think and Um, i think that that's how all adaptations should be like i I get really upset i think so i haven't read the expanse novels because they're long as hell and i (laughs) i barely am keeping up with you know my life um but the tv show as a tv show right so it it has the it has more flexibility than movies but it does have constraints of a tv show um has a intact idea mythology Mm -hmm. and you can understand exactly and things get confusing Uh, i'm better example because i'm in the deep into this the killjoys Mm -hmm. even though it's not an adaptation but like there's in the in the world of the killjoys there's the quad there are four planets or moons or whatever um and they speak about them all the time and you never go to like arkin you go to we go to arkin like twice or something like that i know i'm getting into the weeds here but like you don't need to explain the history of why people aren't in arkin like you say it once you see it and then it's like, yeah, I'm not thinking about Arkin because the people in this world are not thinking about Arkin because it's uninhabitable. Mm-hmm. Sounds like District 13. Boom. Right. That's what I meant yeah. to say. Forget um, everything I said before. District 13. <laughs> Lucia in the chat says that it's almost like part two wasn't necessary or if you're going to do the cash grab and do two movies, use that time. Which I think is the other thing. That's, that's one of my things with like, because it's similar with Ga- we brought up Game of Thrones too, but like they did a really good job at even when they were changing things, like sticking to the themes and sticking to what, you know, what they were doing. You didn't have to read the books to understand what was happening. And they I got to the end and they were like, the books. And then they got to the end and they were like, spectacle, dragons, fuck plot. They're just going to, we're going to get them from point A to point B. Who cares how? They just got to get there. So we're going to do that. And like it, it drastic. And it's like, that's kind of what it felt like they did, especially for part two. And like, one of my things is I was always like, I loved that they split Deathly Hallows into two parts. I've always been salty that they didn't do the same thing for Order of the Phoenix because it's longer and has more things. And it's not just about Umbridge. I digress. Um, I feel like... They did, again, they did a good job setting all that stuff out for part one, and it had its problems, but they did a fairly good job in making sure they hit those plot points and making sure they hit those, like, you know, important notes. And then they got to part two, and we're just like, ah, whatever. (laughs) It's just like, if you're going to put that much into one, like, you should, especially it being, like, the end. But, you know, they're banking on people. Like, I think the other thing, too, is, is, like, watching it for the first time, you get really emotional, because it's in, you know, when... 
I made, I made, it was a mistake, but I made like all of my homies come with me at midnight. I should have just gone by myself. Should have. <laughs> and it was like, and then they were irritating me, but I was still in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, it was really emotional and I didn't have really any issues. I was just like, it's the end. And like, I'm at the, I'm 17. I'm at the end of my thing. And like, they're at the end of their, and it was like a full thing. But now I'm watching it and I'm like, nah, whatever. And I think too, <laughs> like, so we say this, but the two Harry Potter's was a game changer, which then became a yes, problem. A thing. <laughs> um, but they they had gotten to the seventh movie and had built up that cachet because I don't think that they could mm-hmm. have done two parts for Order of the Phoenix. I mean, they were very successful no, yeah. at the yeah. time, but it was also like that. It had never really been done. Well, they yeah. I mean, I do know that they honestly, I never. They had considered it, and that's why I'm salty. If yeah. they had never considered making five, two movies, then I, it would have never entered my brain. Yeah. But then when they said that they had considered it, I was like, But that's one of those things, F-y'all. too, where, like, you considered it, I mean, and I get Warner it. Brothers going to Warner Brothers, and, like, we, where they do that at? They don't do that. What are you talking about? Like, we got seven. And that's the other thing. It's like, they're like, we have seven of these. That's already a long-ass series. Sure. And now they're like, five fantastic beasts. Five fantastic beasts. Um, Let's do it. But, yeah, so I think that, like, I try to be like considerate of yeah. where they were at the time. Sure. But, yeah. So I think, but yeah, the biggest problem is that there are no themes in those yeah. movies. It's very Especially, much throw the plot at the at the screen. See what's let's get it out. Um, because I think that one of my issues with other movie with like the other movies, and I think we talked about this with Half Blood Prince, is that what they think, I mean, and Order of the Phoenix as, as well, what they think the movie is, or they think the story is about, and what it actually is about are not the same. And so Ooh. the book and the movies, Rob Tom- um, Thomas, kind of, <laughs> and so the movies, and so the movies and the books are, they feel different and they're frustrating in that way because the themes don't align. Um, what they focus on is different from what the books are actually worried about and thinking about. Um, in this case, and they go, they're not thinking about anything. But you know also, what I mean? they, so go it's, from, they go from different themes, movie to movie, which is right. why I'm saying your your move your your film series needs to have the needs to have an intact, overarching, coherent mythology. Because, like, yeah, you can talk about the themes of like government overreach and mm-hmm. and fascism in Order of the Phoenix, and that be, uh you know, Dolores heavy and you kind of discount the other things going on, but then you can't turn around and be like, well, everybody's in love. It's the dating movie. It's like, no, what happened? There are still things happening that are from, yeah. So that's, I think that that is like, so that's been a frustrating thing, but in this case, they didn't even try that. They Mm -hmm. were just like, this happens and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens and then we're going to give these lines to this person and these lines to this person. And you're just like, Great. Um, so moving on moving from on, that, going go into yeah, going into um, important characters of the books versus the movies. I generally think that they, oh, nah, I don't know. They do a thing with Ron and Hermione in particular that is confusing, which is. Um, or not confusing, but it's like, uh, maybe confusing is a word. I don't know. It's a choice. <laughs> so like, so we get Ron's, I think the first part one, they do a good job at, uh, or a, a decent job at showing Ron's arc. 
Um, it's similar enough to the movie. I mean, sorry, to the book. The only thing that is weird is how he had, before they even get the first Horcrux, he has this like dark streak. He sees Dolohov and is like, we should kill him. And then they're like, no, we can't kill him. And he's like, all right, whatever, you got it. Like that part was weird. <laughs> I feel like, show, like, I feel like in the books, it's very clear that like, it's the conditions of being on the run. And he's being, also very unsure also, in the book. He's like, is this right. what we're doing? Like, okay, so right. now this is war. Is this, is this what we do? <laughs> like, right. Like, how do we do this? Right. It's so very much unsure. Very, but also, like, in the moment where he is tripping, tripping, like, more than just a regular Ron, like, on his on a Tuesday, um, it's, it's not like it just happens that way. It's very much like there are certain conditions that get him, that push him to that point. Um, not that, you know, obviously y'all know how we feel about him when he gets to that point, but the, the fact is there are certain, um, conditions that get him there versus here where he just is like, he just is feel, he's just, I don't know. He got like dark lidded under his eyes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, he put that mascara to kill on. Us. And you're he just like, to, I mean, I don't know. There's no death. There's no dashboard at this time. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> maybe some Death Cab. Is Death Cab out at this time? Yeah. You know, he'd been listening to that music. Yeah. You know, playing it's, the it's video weird. games. And then it's also weird given the way that Ron's characterization as a whole was, kind of, and just character arc as a whole was kind of just like thrown away after uh, Chamber of Secrets, honestly. Honestly. <laughs> honestly, if we think about it, because he wasn't really doing much in Prison of Man. He did get his like jealous moment in... God with a fire, but at the Order of the Phoenix, he barely has lines. Half of Prince, he's just eating all the time and kissing on lavender. So you know what I mean? Like it's just like Comic it's not really for nothing. It's Maggie. Says or yeah, then. yeah. He's either so then so then him like having this weird dark edge to it, especially before getting the Horcrux, is strange. Um, and then he comes back and like I don't know. Ron's character has always kind of just lost the edge and like the the fullness that it had in the books. And yeah. it, again, it, they lost that a long time ago. Um, it also weird. lost it in, as we were kind of rereading though, she also kind of lost it in the book. She lost it you a little bit, but I think she could when still. the movies came out, how sure. they kind of changed her characterization of Ronald. Sure. But I also think that she had an idea of what his overall arc, overall arc was going to be from the beginning. Right. And so even though like the little things were like, a, you know what I mean? We're a little bit like, meh, like overall, she had a journey that he went on and I could, you could still like trace that if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I will, I, I do want to quibble with someone yeah. on Twitter in a live tweet and I don't know who said it, but we, I was live tweeting so I couldn't go back, you know, fast <laughs> yeah. enough. But they had mentioned that Rupert was the best actor of them all. And I just want to say Rupert is Ron. He wasn't actually like, like literally, <laughs> To this day, like, there are some other things that he's, he's, like, he's been in. Daniel Radcliffe is the best actor of the three of those, like, the trio. He's done the most work, like, for his craft, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's stretched himself, he's done musicals and plays, he's gotten naked on stage. Like, he <laughs> he is, like, very much dedicated to being, you know, like, he went he went to school... With Matt, Dame Maggie Smith and Alan Rickman, and he's like, "That's what I'm gonna do." Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's that's where I'm at. Um, and I love Rupert Grant, but he wasn't 
really playing a character. <laughs> he just yeah. showed up on set. He also wasn't really given much either. He wasn't like, given much either, yes. But, but yeah. like, I just wanted to, like, I had to get that off my chest because I couldn't sure. respond in the moment. Sure. Um, um, yeah. And then I'd say, too, like, for, then he gets to part two, and Ron is, like, weirdly, like, there's stuff that he's saying that her mind, which they do that all the time, and it, always irks me but i'm a, they're like, not interchangeable yeah it's like the like the part where he's like look into his mind harry or like certain things that he says where you're just like this is a like this is a hermione thing or it's just not a thing that harry would say or, or i mean sorry that ron would say mm-hmm. or moments like when he they actually do have harry tell them tell his best friends that he's going off to the forest and ron just hangs back like you got it bro like yeah. what? That's your best, like, like, um, and that's other thing is like Harry. I don't and think Ron, he played it as you got it, bro. I think he. I literally watched I mean, that. Maybe like, not. He didn't know what was going on. Like, no. Hermione like, started crying. Like, no, you're a horror crux. I thought so. And he was like, wait, what's happening? What? And but but it's like very much a like, again, like the movies misunderstand who Harry's like. Like Harry thinks of Hermione and Ron oftentimes when he's like needs, you know a light in the darkness or whatever like those are the people that he loves and those are his closest people and like the three of them are like real dogs and I love them for it but Harry and Ron have a stronger relationship and it's frustrating in the books and it's annoying but it's a fact of the series is that they have a stronger relationship and when they're not cool Harry is off kilter and he this is not the same whereas like when he and Hermione aren't cool Harry's like I don't care whatever I'm out here living life I don't have my homework done but I'm out here (laughs) she'll be back (laughs) she'll She'll be back back. it's cool and and I think that that's also another thing is that um that I think that they did okay in the movie if you can just ignore the heavy harmony shipping that's going on oh my god but like the dancing scene in which they're dancing to a song that came out 10 years after they were dancing in the forest. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's cool though. Um, I always like, because I'm decidedly not a harmony shipper. I always yeah. saw that as like the brother cheering up his sister after, sure. he got her, you know what I mean? And, um, and there is this sense of confidence in his relationship with Hermione. Yeah. That there isn't with Ron. And I think yeah. it also comes back to the fact that, like, in... When did when was that? Was Chamber of Secrets, right? With uh, Buckbeak? No. No. Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. When they stopped talking. Yeah. She tells on them about the um, fireball, and they stopped talking to her. And she's still helping Hagrid. And Harry gets told about himself, and Hermione mm-hmm. is there. And, like, the, also the way that Hermione reacted to that, which mm-hmm. was, like, she was hurt, but she was, like, quieter about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Or she just, mm-hmm. like, kind of suffered in silence. Yeah. Um, whereas when Harry and Ron get into it and how Ron reacts and he goes hard quickly, there is the sense of, I think, the way I read their relationship, there's a sense of confidence in... Me and Hermione are not good right now, but that's a temporary thing. Hiccup. Yeah. And there's this fear whenever Ron and Harry get into it that he's going to lose Ron forever. Yeah. That they're never going to be friends again. Yeah. And then in also doing and also losing Ron, he'll lose the rest of the Weasleys. Right. And so, because, you know, Hermione never goes home. 
Has, has Harry ever even met the Grangers? We don't know. One time. One time. That one time at Diagon Alley. Um, <laughs> when they were 12. When they were 12. Um, so there isn't this, like, there isn't a lot, there's, like, so much collateral damage if mm-hmm. if they break up. As yeah. opposed to Ron and her, or if Hermione Harry and, and Harry Hermione. break up. Yeah, and I think, and I think that, like, so... Yeah, it just it just is a weird thing that they that the movies don't. I don't they don't understand. I don't think they care, honestly. Um, yeah, so and because because again, it's oh yeah, go ahead. Hermione is smart, but Ron was not a total idiot, and they made him one in the movies. Mm-hmm. Maggie says Ron remembered the convention where dragon breeding was outlawed, um, and then brings up your favorite writer of all time, Stephen Cloves. Oh Lord. <laughs> and then way? Alicia says, "You know that was drilled into the Weasleys with a boy like Charlie in the house." Um, and, and I think that's true. Like, I, I wrote something about it and I can go find it about like the dismantling of who Ron is. And Mm -hmm. that was right after we watched the play where I was like, okay, the movies kind of made him into comic relief. Then the play just made him a whole different character. Person. Person. Um, and I think that that is the biggest yeah. And I think and on the other side we get we get Hermione who I think does have a uh consistent I don't know about character arc but at least characterization. Yeah. Um she stay on the verge of tears. Ugh. Uh she always knows everything, even things that like she should not know because she should she's know. like the whole thing the whole thing with like Aberforth. It was like why would you know that? Right. Um why and like the way also just the way that they realized think, it was Aberforth was dumb because he hadn't Aberforth ever been brought up. <laughs> the whole but we'll but get I to think, that in a I second. But the like only, the only explanation I could have is that she read Rita Skeeter's book. Yes. Yes. But but it was more like y'all been in the hogshead. So if you had seen him right. then you would have been like the whole point is that he doesn't look like he has certain features that are the same as Dumbledore, but he doesn't look close enough that people could just see him and be like, Oh, that's, oh, that's Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Like yeah. or you know what I mean? Or a Dumbledore. Um, but whatever. Film, whatever. Um, I can chalk that up to it being a film versus a you know what I mean? Yeah. Um yeah. but but I think yeah, and I think with Hermione it's very much so we do get to see her defeat the Horcrux, but it's really nothing. No, she but just stabs it, it with the thing. We get to see it, which is nice, <laughs> but it's really literally just like she stabs it and then it's done, and then Hermione and Ron kiss, which is honestly dumber in the movies than it is in the books. It really to be. is <laughs> because at least why? when Ron and Hermione kiss in the book, Ron kind of earned it. I mean, the how he earned it was, was a, stupid. a problem, but... But I think also, like, it was... It, there was more of, like, a... I mean, not to say that this wasn't in the heat of the moment, but, like, it was very much a... Well, one, it was clear that they had been dating some... Like, maybe, like, a little bit on the low to make sure Harry wasn't, like... Feeling left you know, out. Yeah, like, but they were, like, together versus, like... in And it, this is probably, at least I hope, was not their first kiss. It was just, like... This was the moment where Hermione finally forgave him for all the bullshit she done he done mm-hmm. put her through in this particular moment, or you know, since he left or whatever. Whereas like this one felt like they had been dancing around each other for a year. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just like, oh, they kissed. And then it's like, I guess. And now Ron's like, that's my girlfriend. It's like, is Did it? Did y'all have a conversation? Because y'all didn't y'all had the time. That was two yeah, seconds ago. Y'all didn't kiss. So like, okay. Um, and just like, yeah, I just the way that Hermione I mean, even her having the idea to dra- to ride the dragon to me, I like 
it's one of those things where they just kind of give her all the things, like have her be the solution all the time. All the time. And, it, and it bothers me because like, so I'm pretty sure in the movie, I mean, in the books, it was Harry, it was Harry. whose idea. Because and, and Hermione he like, is never thinking about flying on never. Men. That's not a thing. So she I think is, it's one of those. not going to be her solution. Her first go-to. And so I think that that's one of the things with the books is that they make, or sorry, with the movies is that they make Ron and Hermione very one-dimensional. Yeah. And so it's like, we'll have Ron be comic relief, we'll have Hermione be the know-it-all, and then that's just what it is. And so sometimes it's a little frustrating because then, like, Hermione will, I mean, it's a badass move for her to be like, I got an idea, and she jumps on the dragon. Well, and she like, said it was go girl. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> ooh, go girl power, and whatever. But, um, it's also just like, that's a very hairy go. move. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, that's a Harry Potter ass move. Harry Potter um, TM. He's he trademarked less, that. Yeah. It's, he's also less reckless in the movies, but like, that's not like, that doesn't bother me as much. Um, because yeah, I, yeah. So that, that part was a little frustrating. I will also say that like, especially after this particular read, it's harder for me to like watch the movies because I have completely defaulted to Hermione is black. Like yeah. it took it took took some time. It took the four years, but like at this point, seeing her play Hermione, I'm just like, mm. well, and it's it's to not me, only it's not because of the, her. It's not, it's not only the, because of her acting, though. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, like, it's very much like I'm seeing her, and I'm like, this isn't right. See, to me, it's the opposite. I could I have been Hermione is black for a while. Definitely not since like the beginning of you know whatever, but yeah, since no, I mean, Tumblr, but. <laughs> It's it's that she's not black and she sounds like she's crying all the time. Yeah, it's the crying also. So Good it's girl. like the, it's like it's like the twist of the of the knife. Mm-hmm. Like okay, she could be like Emma Watson could be her, but then like you know put some bass in your voice. Yeah. But yeah, can we get into Snape? Let's get into Snape. Cause this motherfucker. I think I think the movies love him more than the books do. Oh yes. But also in a way that it's very confusing to me <laughs> because <laughs> during the Princess Tale, I was shocked because I was like, oh, let me see how they're going to rewrite history. But they kept a lot of, you know, what it was. What it was. I mean, they Stumbled- added that scene of him going to, they added the scene of him going to the Potter house and right, cradling and Lily's corpse. But in it, front of the wild, baby. And it's wild because they added that for it to be tragic and not like, ew. <laughs> And not like, what the hell is wrong with this creeper? You know what I mean? Like, it was very much. Right. And it was very much like, this is. I don't trust people. Um, I don't know. It very much was not a. This is gross. This is is not love. It was very much a like, look at his tragic. He was so brave. But I feel like they did give, like, I don't know. Like, so. They have the moment in which. Dumbledore is like, well, what are you going to give me, you mm-hmm. know, if I help save Lily? And then also the like, are you trying to tell me that you, after all this time, you care for the boy? And then he does this whole like, always. But instead of saying, yeah, instead of saying the, the boy, boy <laughs> which, which I was waiting on, you know, but they still give him that moment. He doesn't say the yeah. boy, but he, he you just know, is like, nah, it's Lily. Nah, they it's won. Lily, bro. Um, it's Lily, man. Anyway. Uh-uh. Stop. Um, <laughs> no, ma'am. There's a cat out. This whole setup has now gone off the rails. Um, But yeah, so they give him all of those beats. But then, like, 
Dumbledore doesn't say you disgust me. It's it's no. it, it's shot all lovingly. Yeah. So it's like it's weird to me because I'm like I am still disgusted, <laughs> yeah. but I can also see how someone who hasn't read the book is like, oh, he's the bravest man. He's he the was bravest good this man. whole time. But it's like, but also like, yes, and also. It's like it's like indicative of because that scene where he's cradling Lily's corpse and Harry like literally he steps over James steps over him sees Lily kick him. starts boohooing meanwhile Harry's in the back Behind like who's him? this strange man like cradling what's my mother on? what's happening my and head he's not hurts. even he's not paying a I might have attention. I might have peed myself because someone <laughs> some <laughs> other a baby. strange man came in and shit starts blowing up and yeah I'm a baby. and so. It's very like it's gross, and it, and it says something about like them, and also just like society that people watch that, and that they made that in an, with the intention that it would be sympathetic and, and not, romantic, and romantic, and not gross, gross and weird. It's 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 gross, and it uh, uh, I, and I gross. think maybe maybe at that point they had fallen in love with Alan Rickman and forgot. As no. Well. No, because I think also, I mean, Joe very clearly, like, she thinks that she Nathan's named that, that boy, she named that boy Sever- Albus Severus. So that she was did. her choice. Um, but yeah, no, I, yeah, I think, I think that it's just like, it, it is a little bit disappointing <laughs> and, and like a little and disturbing as well. And I don't think that I really had fully clocked it in the past. Like I knew it, but I think watching it this time, I was just like. Y'all really did that shit and thought it was like with your whole chest. With your whole chest. It and is, was like we did something. It is very It's concerning. Concerning. Unfortunate. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and also just like You're teaching this. See. You know what it reminds me of? It's how I felt after I told you that you should read, to read Twilight. Twilight. And then I kept reading Twilight and I was like, oh no. Oh, no, no, no. It feels like that. Mm-hmm. Except there isn't an adult going, oh, no, what did I do? Oh, no, 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 right. no. Not right. this. Instead, there are... Never mind. Let Snake me wives. Just say it. <laughs> say it with the chest. <laughs> they are what they are. They are. They exist. Um. So, yeah. So, that, that part is, like... Uh, is not great. And I think that... I mean, you know, they've always softened Snape. And so that's the other thing is that if you're watching these movies, Snape isn't that bad. Like, yeah. he a hater. You know what I mean? But he makes some points. And, and he's usually in the right. He goes too far. And, right. But he's usually not wrong. But he's usually not wrong. And so and because of that. Tripping. Right. And so because of that, it makes it so that when you see that, you're like, oh, he was just looking out for Harry this whole time. Like, he was a hater, but he was, you know, like, you can excuse it easier because it's just because he was you know what I mean? Because it's Alan Rickman's mate. Yeah, you're like, whatever. He, that's just what he was doing. Um, you don't see how awful he really was. So, it, yeah, it's, it's a it's a little it's frustrating. Um, okay, so, so we, we did tone yeah, Dumbledore. Oh, Dumbledore. Sorry. Um, really, they should have just left him out. 
They really should his have. story. And that's something that I felt since watching it like the first time around. Or maybe not the first time because I was all in my feels, but like the second, <laughs> the second time. time. Yeah. <laughs> where I was just kind of like, I think that was the first thing that I noticed that like where the ball was dropped, where it was like they just wanted to put it in there and not fully explain it. And not they didn't really work through Harry's issues with Dumbledore um, and like about with Rita, re- like in the book, and they didn't really explain Grindelwald and Mm-mm. and he and Grindelwald. They didn't really explain. Um, Dumbledore's entire them trying to go after the Hollows, right? And that's the thing is, is like it, it was this weird place where like if where like if they were going to go into it, then they should have, and if they weren't, then they, they, sh- left they shouldn't have. Like it would have been one of those things where it's like, oh damn, they left out Dumbledore's story, but like I don't think that it. It's like been, it would have been like Peebs. Like, right. oh, I wish it's it like, oh, that, that sucks, but whatever. Um, instead, they did this weird hybrid thing where they sort of do it, but not really at all. Can I tell you the one thing that I just noticed this watch? What? Is when they're at King's Cross Station, they give him all of the Dumble Bars that don't go. They're yeah. just like greatest hits from all yeah. of the books. They do. And it doesn't even make sense in <laughs> sentence wise. Yeah. He's just like, here's a quote, and here's a quote. Here's a one, and here's and another one. And here's another quote. And it's like, and y'all could they could have just took the dialogue from, I mean, again, the reason they didn't is because they didn't do his story. If they had done his story, they could have taken all of King's Cross, that chapter, and just, because it would translate fairly well. They're just having a conversation. They could have taken that and just pasted it yeah. into the thing um, or into the screenplay, but because they didn't go into that earlier. It, it and, and, and the thing is, is like, again, in, in part one, they, they really didn't like, they had that part at the beginning with Muriel um, and Elpheus talking to Harry, which mm-hmm. again, he didn't have polyjuice potion, which was dumb. They polyjuice potion and invisibility cloak were underutilized Under, like, <laughs> in both, in both, in both uh, movies. And polyjuice potion, I mean, I don't, I honestly, to this day, don't think the invisibility cloak even with, you know, whatever, was an expensive proposition. No, not at all. It's just a little bit of especially shimmer, not, and he's like touching over under the thing. Especially not in a movie called The Duffy Hollows, in no. which one of them, in which in which the invisibility cloak is a hollow. Right. But well, well, what um, I'm saying is like sometimes you know, like with like Game of with Thrones, the when they're it's like, like yeah. dire wolves or dragons, we'll just right. spend all of our money on dragons. Like I don't think right. that like, it's like that how many actors are you effect. gonna hire to right to do the little thing? Yeah, I get that, um, but I don't think that like the special effects budget would be hard like. No, 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 for the invisibility cloak. By no. the invisibility cloak. I don't Apologies think so Apologies, Potion, yeah, I could see it. Sure, but like- yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I, so yeah, so I think that like, because, so they had that moment at the very beginning of part one, and then they see Harry, like we see Harry see the book in Umbridge's office, and then Aberforth. Like, you know what I mean? So there's no, you don't see Harry yeah. actually reckon with any of that information. Um, and so by the time you get to Dumbledore, he ain't got nothing to, I mean, he has some things to answer for, like, especially the Horcrux thing, but, like, in terms of his own family and his backstory and all that kind of stuff, you don't get that. Um, and so, uh, yeah, honestly, I think that part should have just been cut. Like, there's really, it doesn't do anything for the story. It feels like a lot of just random things thrown in there. And it's also, like, it. all it does, too, is it adds confusion. Like, when mm-hmm. he's, like, at Batilda is talking about like it's the thief it's the thief Hermione and you're like oh that's important yeah but it's is it because we don't we don't know who that is here and then they brings up that 
Harry says, I don't care what happened between you and your brother. And it's like, yeah, yeah you do. You've been, you do. You've been moping about nosy it. You're ass. You, I mean, you've been moping about it. And then also, you're just nosy as hell, bro. <laughs> right. like, that's just you that's at your you core. That's who you are as a person. That's who you are. Like, so yeah, it's, it's yeah, that part, it, just the characterization of that. And then just, they could have just left it. Honestly. And then and also kept, just, and kept Dumbledore fan. as like the, you know, as the oh, Dumbledore. You can, right. Like it's, it's not fully, you know, it's, it's softening his character, but they've done that with everyone else. So like, whatever, it would be consistent. Right. And I'm so like, I, I was basically going to say, I'm a fan of the like wise old man magical spitting truths and stuff. Yeah. But like that whole scene, like his sentences didn't make sense. No. He's just <laughs> saying words. He was just saying he's words. He's like, but I'm dead. But I am <laughs> That's what he's like, but I am. And I was just like, but why are we doing this? Yeah. Um yeah. and then I want to do one more that's not in here, but this is very quick. So I just wanted to add an important character of the book versus the movie was Tom. Um and mm-hmm. just the there is a lack of like horcruxes versus hallows in the Deathly yeah. Hallows book. Right. <laughs> and so there's like this like weird thing where he's he gets the elder one and then we get these weird snatches like why doesn't my wand work? But there isn't like yeah. this overarching like why he went after the there's not really a good explanation that Dumbledore has the Elder Wand, mm-hmm. right? So we get the story of the three brothers and then immediately, or not immediately, but then but basically- He just gets the Elder Wand. He gets Dumbledore's wand. wand and it's like, yeah. And then we're yeah, like- Yeah, we don't, we don't get Harry, okay. it's in Harry Potter. Right. So we don't get that like Dumbledore has the wand. And that's the other thing about leaving out Grindelwald. Um, and so there's just this like weird- Thing well, where they, Grindelwald was there because you see him go to Grindelwald, but you don't right. know who you it don't is. know who that is, and you don't yeah. know, and because you don't get the Grindelwald Dumbledore backstory, you don't know that like, do we? I don't even remember getting like the he de- Dumbledore defeated Grindelwald. Yeah, so that's like we we see him kind of going after the wand, but we don't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to add that one in there word and then let's she's over it um and then yeah pacing we kind of talked about yeah it was just all over the place place. um anyway final thoughts on these movies is that part one still does things for me we have the and then part two has the animation i will say we didn't talk about the the final battle no no, part one has the animation yeah yeah, part one has the animation which is a banger so yeah part one does things for me I will say the ba- I will say the battle while like we were talking like we talked about it while we were reading it like there are again there's more like wind- like the galloping desks and like you know there's certain things that- or <sighs> sorry real quick real quick them all going into the the uh their little frog march into the great hall and then Snape's little equally guilty shit Ugh. I I can't like I like I lo- I love it for an e- <laughs> Quilly girl, boy. Like, I, fucks, I fucks with it for the Alan Rickman of it all, but like, it's honestly really dumb. And then Harry walking out, like, just stepping out, like y'all didn't see him walk in with y'all in the line. <laughs> like, what? It's so stupid, honestly. Like, I can't, I cannot. Um, but the battle, I, I will say, like, 
Uh, we get a Kingsley and Dean moment, which is cute. Also, like, how the hell was Dean at school? That didn't make sense. Whatever. Um, Where is Dean? <laughs> he was just at Hogwarts the whole time. That's crazy. Luna got kidnapped, but Dean was cool. Where is Dean? <laughs> he was good. Um, and then uh, there is a moment where Arthur and Kingsley were fighting, like, back to back. And yeah. that shit was clean, honestly. And Kingsley paused that, that Death Eater and then threw him back. I was like, Psh, okay, I see you. Um you know, Blaze was being Goyle for some reason, you know, but we all know the truth. We know the truth. Um, he was in the kitchens. Okay, I'm sorry. We have to talk about, I'm sorry. We got to talk about Harry just flopping out of Hagrid's <laughs> I love it. That has always been, even when I was in my emotions the first time, I was like, What? <laughs> I thought like, just, it was I why, it's so stupid. Like it's one of those things too where like Neville pulls out the sword in like this really awkward way and then nothing else happens. Like nothing is blowing up. Nobody's like, there's not enough distraction. So then Harry just kind of falls. Oh, that should catch me up. It's one line to be like, set him down in front. Right. Or even, but even that, you can you just imagine him like scrambling up. <laughs> Well, then he puts on the invisibility, but that doesn't right, exist. Right, exactly. The, the thing is, is that, like, it was, you put on the invisibility cloak, and then, but there's not enough distraction for him to even do that if he had it. Yeah. Um, and then, also, the weird face thing, like, when Harry and they jump Let's off. Let's do this the, together, Tom. And then, the, that, oh, so dumb. That was I remember so watching dumb. the trailer, and that part was in there. Maybe not the face merge, because, but them jumping off, and I remember watching the trailer for that and being like, why? Yeah. Um, so there's a couple parts that I'm like, are no I hate I hate that they that no one sees Harry defeat Voldemort. Like I think that yeah. part of that was them watching and being like, you know, watching with bated breath and that being really a really tense moment. And also Harry like having his Harry explain instead he just talks to Ron and Hermione for two seconds and then chucks the broken elder wand over the cliff. So it's kind of like Yeah, without he just doesn't have a wand. Like, where's my where's my wand tom <laughs> just that's what it is but yeah final thoughts i mean yeah i don't i don't really care honestly <laughs> i think that's where i am with the movies now which like is wizard team's fault that's um, kind of where i am with harry potter which is wizard team's fault which is very yeah. weird place to be yeah it's a that's very true weird place to be and well, I don't feel that way about the OG seven. I think that I there are parts that either I did see before but didn't care or didn't see before and now see. But like other than that, I generally I'm looking forward to reading it not once, not uh, a chapter a week. It's everything else that's really solid for me, like the commercialism of it, the the movies, yeah. the parks, the game, you know, like the merch, mm-hmm. like all of that has been <laughs> Yeah. Ugh. Not to yeah. say that, you know, I'm not going to see something fire and like be rocking that shirt or rocking that merch. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Like I am who I am, but it just doesn't have the same excitement as it does now. It just seems, mm-hmm. you know, meh. Also, yeah. I want to point out too, like the, the way that Voldemort dies is annoying, but the yeah. way the Bellatrix dies has always bothered the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Cause what is that spell? What is, what was that? Yeah. You can't just like be like, this is some cool CGI when there's like a a system of magic, because now I'm like, well, what is that? 
she blew up. He done got Thanos snapped. And it's, yeah. I can almost kind of understand it because, you know, he ain't got no real body. It's true. You know, expiration yeah. date. You know, spoiled milk and stuff like curdles. <laughs> That's kind of what happened with Voldemort. Yeah. But, like, with Bellatrix, like, what was that? What was that? Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, They're still whatever. human. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, okay. Moving on. So. Let's do this. Let's do this. So we are going to talk about the MVPs and benched first for the book. Um, so guesses from last time. Um, I was so spot on. I, <laughs> so I guessed both Robin and I had the same guess. So we guessed that Hermione would win and that Tom would lose um, the book. Yes. And we were right. Hey. <laughs> um, but also, so, why not Snape? But okay. Well, for so this is yeah, so this is for the book. Um and I honestly it makes sense. It does make sense. Tom was got two hundred and fourteen votes for That's, Deathly Hollow. Y'all just don't What do you mean what do you mean? I just feel like it's <laughs> I just feel like it's like when in doubt, vote for Hermione. But it's but honestly, but no, because like if you look at so I'll go to the No, I mean I get um, it. Cause who else is gonna win it? Well, not but even that. It's also just like it just feels like you well, know. You no, like because what it is. No, what it is is that we have more people voting than we did in the past. Ah, math. Because because Voldemort got two hundred. Okay, look at us so, out here. And Harry got Harry because um. So Hermione got. I said she got two fourteen. Harry got one thirty seven. Um, I think they were the only two to get like triple digits in the MVPs. Mm. Um, and Hermione didn't get voted MVP like once like the bat I mean maybe a couple times once the battle started but once that came you know at, the, at this point like especially in Deathly Hollows, it's mostly just Harry, Ron, and Hermione yeah for a good chunk of it and like Ron Indeed. ain't winning nothing so <laughs> um, so then and then Voldemort won or lost sorry with 200 votes which um, makes sense yeah um, and so then, so, and this is like the big one. So for the series. Am um, I going to burn something? So we get, so I guessed that Hermione would win the series and that Snape would lose. Um, Robin, you guessed that Hermione would win the series and that Umbridge would lose. Because <clears throat> she was in the lead for quite some time. Um, really, she just came through and was like, I like these seats. These are yeah. mine. I, I like was trying, happen. I was, I, and I, I believe that I said, I think Umbridge will lose, but I want it to be Snape because then yeah. I started my campaign. I too wanted it to be Snape. Um, so Hermione did win the entire series, obviously, with a total of five hundred and eighty votes. You know what this is like? Um, this is what? this is like um, when they're like, Black Panther was number one at the box office. You're like, yeah, <laughs> duh. duh. <laughs> True. Um, but it's nice to have it confirmed. Also, like she, so she won. She's the only person to win more than one book. Hey, Every, everyone else who's like she's won three books. So she won *Goblet of Fire*, *Order of the Phoenix*, and *Deathly Hollows*. Um, and then the rest of them, it was like one person. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she got five hundred and eighty, and then then Harry was at second place with three hundred and eighty-seven for the entire series. Um, Good on you, Harry Potter. You almost yeah, won the books I mean, of your namesake. That's cool. Makes sense. 
Um, and then <laughs> Albus got third with 238. This is the bars. Yeah, it's the Every, bars. Everyone loves a rapper, you know? It's true. Um, and then I think the tied for fourth place is McGonagall and Remus Lupin with 136. Okay. And then fifth is mm-hmm. Sirius with 129. Hey! <laughs> and <laughs> I can't. Let me just double check, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, after that. No one cares. Is, no, we don't care. Is Ronald with ninety four? Like I, I, I want to say, I wanted to say him because he didn't even get to the triple digits. Sirius has been dead, and Ron still couldn't. And not even in like a like you know I don't want to be like, but just to be a little bit shady, like no, we wanted to be he, shady. He oh, he been dead and still couldn't pull through in the last two books. So, um. Portia asked how many of the serious votes are on the strength of Robin Standem alone. Ain't nobody asking at least, how at the least votes 5%. are counted. We're I would just, say 5%. We're just counting the votes. <laughs> okay? Yeah, that's more That's more work Listen, to do, Listen, I am a community I, I organizer. Do none of that. That's more math. Organize my community. Um, cool. So, yeah. So, that, so that is where we are. Uh, and then... Who losing- lost the series? Losing the series is. Let me just double check real quick. Don't double check. No, I. That's the math is clear. It's it's Tom Riddle. The fuck. <laughs> We're doing it over again. Honestly, I starting am from the beginning. I want appalled. a recount. I honestly, Go when I was Supreme putting this Court. in, I'm gonna say when I was putting this in, I was convinced it was gonna be Snape. Like I was looking at the numbers and I was like, I was like, Tom is gonna win the book, but I'm pretty sure Snape is still gonna lose this, or lose the series. And then I put it in and I was like, you should. I was just like, oh no. See, you should have let me do what it do. No, this is this is math. So Snape is in second place for series bench with 200. So Voldemort got 327. Uh, Snape is... got 298. What? Yeah. It should have been 327, 326. I want to recount. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Harry is in third place <laughs> with, two, with 239. And I will say that that is, consi- like, well, remember, he lost the last book. So mm-hmm. that was hilarious. But also it makes sense given that he's in every chapter, or almost every chapter. Yeah. That he would be a little more, like, you know, balanced. Um... Mouth, no, not Malfoy. Umbridge got two eighteen, so Harry beat Umbridge. Shout out to you know, sticking to your guns or whatever. <laughs> um, Ronald is at one seventy. That makes sense. Which is not bad, and is I mean it makes sense. Not bad. I mean it's eh. yikes. Um, it's more than Draco Malfoy who got one thirteen. Wow. Fudge got one twenty six. There's a lot of like triple digit benches. I mean, Dumbledore all, got 127. All these people were tripping. There were a lot of people tripping in this series. I think that's the moral of the story is that more people a whole were lot of people were tripping and her and Hermione was really out here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hermione was just out here doing the work. She was doing the work. Everybody else is tripping, tripping. Like, that's wild. I can only remember like one time when which I was like, no, Hermione, you got to get this bench. Right. And it was like, maybe it was it. Was it the bunny? Oh, two times. It might have been. Might I was thinking been. of the sneak. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. So Bianca said Dumbledore's in the triple digits because of Monty. 
Probably, probably true. Uh, and then Portia's like, Demetrius deserved it. Which no, I think he does. He did not. He did. I mean, I think that Snape truly deserved it, but I also like, given the story, um, I am not surprised that Tom. And, and the thing is, is like, I honestly thought that like he wasn't gonna win at all because he's not in the books as much. He's just kind of like this looming presence. But in Deathly Hollows, he's out here. Out here. So you know, um. So yeah, so those are those are it. Hermione and Tom won and lost the book and the series. Yep. Which is like, wow, the fact that we got the series. I still got the, this whole last spreadsheet filled out. That's crazy. I am upset. I know, I'm sorry. I want a refund. <laughs> On what? On my time? Uh-oh. On my emotions? <laughs> mm. On things. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I want to recount. Um, Taking okay. a born in the Supreme Court. <laughs> you Floridians. Hmm. How many people hmm. are from Florida on the team? Y'all ain't vote, right? Y'all know y'all know how to vote. <laughs> I can't. Um, cool. So thank you all for listening um to this episode and also <laughs> to all four years of this. And, Oh yay! One last beginning before we one last time. Do it. Um. Oh. <laughs> so says, speaking of dimly lit battles we discussed earlier on, and thus Neville ended the long night, and it's him uh getting. Oh, it's so it's 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 him killing Nagini, but like in the way that Arya killed the Night King. That's great. I love it very much um so cool so thank you thank you all for listening um to all four years of wizard team wow like y'all really stuck with us through all of it um and you're still here you're still here after penis um you're still here (laughs) after i mean shoot just a couple months ago it's onesie season um onesie season is it's still Honestly, I might go back. Nagini. Yeah, it's definitely still onesie season. We out here. Cold, you know, snake girl summer or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's not right. Um, hot snake summer. Um, oh, I hate you. I hate me too. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for, for sticking with us um, and for, you know, tweeting at us and becoming Patronuses and, and friends. And friends, friends and community and um this is like really amazing that we were able to do this and that we like stuck with it and literally read the seven books one chapter a week for four years like that's wild um and yeah i this is it's it's weird but it's like great um so we don't really know we're gonna be taking like a nap and then we'll yes. be back. It's not the end yeah. of Wizard Team, but it's just gonna be. We're gonna change a little bit, so we're gonna take a break. So we're not, you know, we won't be back next week. Um, but we'll be at LuckyCon this week, so there will be like content. Yeah. So it's not like we're gonna disappear. Also, you know, Black Girls Create. We got stuff. Tarbus is still out. Um, we out cheer. We got Critical Companion features, fanfic. Like we got, we got stuff. So it's not like we're like gone forever. We're gonna take a break at least until September. Um, and then we'll see. We have a bunch of stuff. We have things in, you know, in, in mind. motion. Um, and things in motion. Like, you know, 
we give you our devotion. Um, and <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll be around. Um, and then we'll be back with new things. Some things wizard team, some things other things. Um, and yeah. You can always join the conversation on Twitter, Are We Black and Nerds, hashtag wizard team. We'll still be checking the tag. We'll, again, we'll be back at a certain point with stuff. Um, for You can still become a Patronus. We'll be updating our um, perks and stuff once we get back from LickyCon. Um, so it's not like that isn't dead either. Like, it's just, it's a a revamp or like a... It's like uh, when you were talking to a noted magical historian and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you were hanging out with a sink. Like, yep. you're still there. Yeah. Things are still happening. Yep. They don't mm-hmm. look the way that you thought that they were going to go, you know, when you signed up for it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're still getting quality, you know. Yeah. We time. are still coming for next. <laughs> <laughs> is basically what we're saying. Blackgirlscreate.org is where you can find all of our things. And we will see you in, in the future and soon. Soon. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye.